Hello and welcome to the Drinking Geek Out Podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and talk about it. Oh yeah, also we are part of the Hopped Up Network. We still are. Still. We're still three weeks strong. <laughs> well, it's been longer than three weeks, but three, oh, yeah. well, three yeah. weeks into 2018, yeah. <laughs> we are still going strong. Until this is to this, and I'm like, God damn, these guys, <laughs> every episode. Well, I'm going to tell you, episode 42 is going to be much better, Matthew. <laughs> much, much better. Because guess what? We're going to like spoil like a month-old movie for you. Yeah, and I'm not doing all the talking this episode. Yeah. <laughs> About damn time. <laughs> I'm not doing any talking. I'm going to sit here with my Sorry. lips closed. We don't care about your thoughts. <laughs> all right, so as we found out in 2017 when we did the preview that we didn't know the name of this movie, so we just called it Episode 8. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to address it as. We're just going to call it Episode 8. We're not going to call it the whatever, whatever, <laughs> because that's a spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, the Last Jedi just tells you everything about the movie. It does. Yeah, and I put episode forty-two in Roman numerals. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> X L I I. Oh shit! <laughs> hmm. What is X? Ten. Ten. Yeah, fifty ten. is L oh. minus ten would be forty plus two. So uh, mm-hmm. see, I don't even know the Roman numerals. Learn that in school. <laughs> I Actually, didn't... I learned that when I had to teach it. Do you, I was never. Do they still that teach school. Roman numerals? I when I back in the day, yeah. I wrote uh, for one of my programs for my students. I had them write a Roman numeral com, uh, command converter, mm. so they had to if they typed in a Roman numeral, I had to spit out what the number was. That's cool. Yeah, but okay. I, we never put forty two in there. <laughs> Should have. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I mean, the program would have done it. You know, you put it the rules and the, what it was supposed to happen. So you know, XL II. That makes sense. All right, <laughs> let's talk about let's episode start. eight. Yeah. Episode <laughs> so eight. episode V one one one. I know math, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the episode eight. Give a a skeleton that we can follow. Yeah, it's, start with plot. I, yeah, oh, sounds I got good. A couple little things here to get us going. Oh. Um, well, what do you guys think of the plot? Is really the main thing. Hated Overall, yeah, it was awful. <laughs> if if she would have just told Poe her fucking plan from the beginning, I know that was that really annoyed me. That mm-hmm. why keep it a secret? Then they would not have sent. Why the, would he c- create a mutiny? Like, right, why and would, he would not have sent. There was no reason to send Finn and Rose, and they wouldn't have met that uh, the DJ, d- yeah, DJ Benicio del Toro, who ruined the plan <laughs> yeah, as yeah. he sold them out. Yeah. So if she would have told Poe in the first place, they would have all survived. Mm-hmm. But we wouldn't have had a movie. Well, true. Yeah, I guess they probably would have all survived. Well, there was no reason for Finn and Rose to be in this movie at all. They yeah, didn't they do did anything. Accomplish they didn't accomplish anything. It was really just. A reason to give him something to do because that he was, was my in the first movie. Knock, yeah, I think that's from the movie. But then I thought about the first. It's weird. I thought about the first Indiana Jones movie where there was no reason for Harrison Ford to do anything in that movie because the Nazis ended up getting the Ark anyway, opening it up and all dying. So he really didn't need to do. He could have mm. just stayed home and done nothing. So Finn could have stayed home and done nothing and <laughs> the plot would have been the same regardless if Indiana Jones was in the movie Indiana Jones or not. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good point. 
it's, it's I enjoyed their plot. I like I like them going to that casino planet and mm-hmm. the seeing a different world and all those horse animals and it does introduce the slave boy who, yeah, who is, has force sensitive or whatever. Yeah, so you can actually look to see like oh there's going to be people who are, are not orphans skywalkers and yeah that have this it could be anybody in right. the universe. So it just validates the uh, the story that Ray's parents are nobodies. Mm-hmm. So that's that's I mean that's good. Uh, the lack of training from Luke I think kind of fit because we've seen that before. Mm-hmm. We've seen a Jedi train another Jedi fail blah. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it kind of makes sense that he doesn't want to continue this because it seems to not be working out. <laughs> right. Like in the past, it hasn't mm-hmm. worked out, so it makes sense that he just wants to go away and let this end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know Mark Hamill wasn't happy with it. He, he, he ended spoke up. Out. He, he ended up. He ended up being better about it. Yeah, he, there was. I a, think afterwards he kind of. He was kind of pissed. He was very pissed at Ryan Johnson about it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But he's like, you know, I've seen a Skywalker training somebody. Yeah. I've seen that movie before. You know. <laughs> so I mean, that makes sense. Uh, the Emperor is a piece of shit. <laughs> Snoke or yeah, Snoke, Snoke. Supreme Leader. Supreme yeah. Leader. He, he was, was a piece of shit. Yeah. That was a joke. I like that they diverted the expectations by just killing him off instead of... Because you, you think about him being there till the end and mm-hmm. having the whole redeeming One Kylo and battle, yeah. having him thrown over the edge like the Emperor. But I yeah. like that they kind of just cut him out right away. And yeah. Ryan Johnson even said there's there's no reason for this character to exist let's just get to the point and get kylo as the new supreme leader because mm-hmm. we don't know who this character is there's no reason to f- make up a backstory for him just let's yeah. get to where we want to see it and yeah it's, i think there's a, a lot of star wars fans are upset that there was no backstory I, i'm Snoke. i'm sure it's in the comic books you're gonna have to read that yeah. <laughs> yeah. and no one's going It'll to be out there somewhere but... right it is kind of weird that they created this character just to kill him off basically yeah, but but it did validate how badass Kylo Ren is. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the first one, he takes that blaster from the Wookiee in the chest, mm-hmm. and it just takes him to his knee, and then he gets up. Whereas he shoots somebody else, and that somebody else flies across yeah. the room. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and so the fact that he has control of his mind and he's able to read his thoughts and know how he's feeling to be able to mask that. And to kill him without mm-hmm. him knowing that he's going to die. Um, the fact that when the uh, Prelatorians, the Red Army, yeah, the I don't the remember, guards, or yeah, whatever. I don't the guards, the Red Guards, the Red Scarlet Guards are attacking him and Ray. It's four versus two. Yeah. So he is taking on four of them. Ray is taking on two of them, but she's taking them on one on one, where he's taking them on four on you know four on one. Mm-hmm. True. And so I I brought up a thing to him that bothered me to Keith when we saw it together. Uh, Ray and Kylo both are force like control the force, but these red guys don't. Why don't they just push them off out of the way and go about their business? Like it's like Hunter did that later in the movie, just pushing people left and right with the force. Be like, oh okay, you come. Why why bother fighting these people if you can just 
get rid of them. Right. Well, or I, just I think, choke them out. <laughs> I, think, I think the problem with Ray is she doesn't know how to control. She doesn't. Yeah, I mean, but he does. he does. He could have just been like. He could have just been like this. Right. And crushed all of their heads. <laughs> like, why bother? Well, then you wouldn't movie. have this like. I awesome the fight scene. scene that that is my favorite scene of the movie. But yeah. then I thought about it. I was like, well, there's no right. reason for this scene to exist. He yeah. can just push them all out of his way and leave. Right. Yeah. There's no reason for most of this movie to exist. <laughs> what about the so? But, I mean, that has nothing to do with this, but that's in every f- Jedi fight where they fight stormtroopers for no reason. They could just push them out of their way. It's not yeah. just a problem with this movie. It's a problem I have right, with yeah. Star Wars in general. Where Return of the Jedi. The Jedi don't use their powers unless they are fighting another Jedi. Right. The, the Return of the Jedi, there's two scenes in that movie that if Luke would have just been a total badass that he mm-hmm. is... He could have ended all the fights. Right. So when he's escaping from the Sarlacc pit area, he doesn't do any of that force stuff. He mm-hmm. just uses his pure athletic ability to you know take things on. If he uses force stuff other than to wait for R two D two to throw him his lightsaber, <laughs> yeah, he can just grab like just pull it from him. Yeah, it's like okay, just out, <laughs> done. And then also when he. Well, on the Battle of the Hoth, too. Like, yeah. He's flying around as a pilot. He could just go in as a Jedi. And but at that he, point, he had never... He hadn't been trained yet. Yeah, he hadn't met really so, yet. So, I kind of give that a kind of a pass. The the arrogance of him being trained and thinking that he's able to take on people. You know, that's mm. the, the best part of that movie. But with The Return of the Jedi, he has gone through that master stage. He's right. crafted his own lightsaber. How could you have not... On, on Endor, why do we have to have that chase scene? <laughs> there's <Yeah>. no reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's just a couple scenes that I'm just like, you are master Jedi. Like you had to have these action scenes put in there. Uh, like if it was a like Darth Vader, like in the earlier the three movies of the Darth Vader, you barely saw him fight or do anything like that because he would just choke people out. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Row Run one, you actually see him do Rogue stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the <laughs> freaking awesome. The most right. combat he's ever done. Oh my gosh, it was awesome. <laughs> it was fantastic. But we're not talking Rogue One. <laughs> so, okay, what about the heroic moment that Finn was about to have as he's like flying into that cannon yeah. and then Rose come and just like knocks him off and's like, we don't fight our enemies. We fight for who we love or whatever bullshit. She can go suck his dick because... <laughs> I hated that scene. I, I thought that was a good way for his story to end right there because he didn't need to be in this movie. Right, yeah. he and then but she, I thought for once he was going to have this like really epic Redemption moment, or whatever and then she from fucking being a stormtrooper. Yeah. Yeah. What a selfish bitch. I know. <laughs> she <laughs> ruined his escape. <laughs> he was going to escape by himself. And then she ruined yeah. his like suicide. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. Well, I don't know. I just... He was about to have like a heroic moment, and mm-hmm. he was, and I was like, "Yeah, hell yeah, go Finn!" You know, I was, I was like, "I don't even care if you die, but this is gonna be awesome." And then she's like, ah, "Knocks them all." Yeah, I, I figured he'd like eject you. himself the last minute, but uh, Chewbacca did not have to be in the film. No, no, not. Yeah, he really no. all he did was like hold Chewy up a chew, yeah, like a porg. <laughs> he ate a porg. <laughs> he almost ate a porg. I'm pretty sure he was, still <laughs> probably, <laughs> ate, like, probably ate more. Yeah, there's probably more than one. Yeah. He, one of those little porgs not gonna fill chicken. That was probably a second or third. That pork looked delicious though. It looked like a real chicken. <laughs> it did. Really like good. perfect. Um obviously the introduction of the porg and the silver fox, those were just 
marketing employees should get more toys sold. I, I call yeah. them sal- it, salty dogs because <laughs> <laughs> they're like on a salt planet. <laughs> yeah, those actually works because I bought a porg. <laughs> yeah. I think Finn said uh, crystal critter. Yeah, crystal critter. maybe that's like the official name. I don't know. Fuck it, it's a salty dog. <laughs> it's <now>. a salty <laughs> dog. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Yoda scene. I thought that was brilliant. That was great. That was I was really good. very surprised, even though I I, I heard uh, Frank Oz kind of spoil that like last summer. He's he's mentioned that he was going to be in the movie, oh. and then I completely forgot about that when yeah. I when I was watching the movie. Yeah, and it was the original. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the remastered. Yeah, Yoda. it was the original yeah, Yoda. Well, they remade the puppet. That, because they didn't have the original puppet anymore, but they did puppet. They didn't do like CGI bullshit. Yeah, you could tell it was a puppet. They, yeah. yeah, I'm glad they did that. Yeah, uh, burning of the tree made me laugh, <laughs> <laughs> and the way that he said uh, she has everything she needs because she fucking stole the she books. She had the books. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Keith was like, "Are those the books?" I was like, "I'm pretty sure." <laughs> yeah, because she end, pulls out that drawer or whatever. Drawer, like, hey, those are the books. Uh huh. <laughs> she took. So, Luke doesn't know she stole them. Right. <laughs> the the whole Force Ghost thing still has me confused. Like he can still do things. Like he he made Yoda made that lightning strike. Like so the Force Ghost can still manipulate. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah, do things. Like what which, which, what is a Force Ghost? What, which really confuses me because on Hoth. Ben Kenobi just kind of watched over Luke as yeah. he just died. Yeah, <laughs> he couldn't so do anything. What? I mean, I guess Yoda's probably more powerful than yeah. Obi Wan. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> These new Star Wars movies are introducing like, like new, new things that abilities. never happened before. Like, yeah, and, mm-hmm. and I think that's pissing the fans <laughs> off. Yeah. Do you think I'll that's going to come into play for the third one then? That Luke. I'm sure Luke's going. He, he'll be back as a oh, Force Ghost. Okay. I'm guaranteeing. That would make total he'll, sense. He'll be bugging kylo the whole movie well we have to figure out how they're going to kill off uh leia yeah i think um getting to what happens next i think the next movie is just going to start with leia's funeral and that that'll because she's dead and she has no scenes filmed so i think they're just going to start there with her in the coffin or the yellow credits right (laughs) or yeah they can even start the yeah I mean, because she technically already died in the film, and I thought, oh, this is a yeah. Great way. I thought that, I was that's like, holy shit! Yeah, I was like, oh, that's wow. awesome! That's brilliant! And then she comes back. And then well, she comes, yeah. And then I read why because we had all these film scenes with her filmed with her talking to Luke and Kylo, and we didn't want to just scrap that stuff. We wanted right. to. She did this work. We wanted to use all of the footage she did. So yeah. that's why they kept her all that footage. But but we could. I mean, they could also like basically say that she did in fact die. In that scene, and what we saw was a projection. Yeah, sh- or like Luke's. Yeah, like when she, yeah, it was she projected. Like when she was out there, she she died, and that was just like a vision mm-hmm. of her floating in. I mean, they can they can figure stuff out like that. They can However, make they make up shit all the time in these. Right, they make yeah. what the force can do and what the force can't. So, yeah, I mean, the force can just make real life bodies. <laughs> I mean, obviously, the Force impregnated uh, Shmi, so... Right. Yeah, Darth Vader doesn't have a dad. Yeah. Fucking bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Let's see, anything else that I wanted to mention? Oh, well, really the main thing I liked about this movie is that they weren't blowing up a Death Star. Yeah. 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 Because that's the plot of... Nine out of the ten Star Wars movies, but they did blow up a juggernaut, <laughs> and Finn cost the lives of everyone. <laughs> the opening scene was really uh, yeah, fantastic. that that, uh, that I thought it was a little bummer, like 
I don't say rushed, but it was just kind of like boom, right? We're right in the midst of everything. It came out of nowhere, but I think yeah. it was like to get you pumped up for this movie. Really, they yeah, it was to, kind well, of well, like like to start with a bang because they knew yeah. they had kind of like a drawn out middle where they're just kind of slowly going mm-hmm. through space. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to start with some kind of action scene so that's why they threw that in there right and then also gave rose a reason to exist because her sister died Mm -hmm. and we don't even know like rose's sister but we actually like kind of felt like you know like a connection with her a little bit yeah she made that heroic like i'm gonna drop all the bombs while i'm dying Mm -hmm. i thought she was gonna fall through with the i thought so too (laughs) yeah i mean that would be like that's perfect <laughs> no, the ship just exploded. Very anticlimactic. <laughs> and with the ships and the whole, oh, we can outrun them as long as we have fuel. Well, it's because thing. they're a lot smaller than the star destroyers are. Sense, so at their like normal speed or their highest speed before going to light speed, they're faster. But I don't know. It just but, seemed to hinge on that like the entire time, like, and they're just shooting one bullet, one at, a bullet time. at a time. Yeah. Well, oh it's my. basically because they're they're outside of the range of the cannons, the cannons. Mm-hmm. So they're able to, I don't know, kind of pace yeah. on the outskirts of that. But I would feel like if you're if you're in full conservation mode, they're gonna catch you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you, they can go to light speed, go in front of you, like yeah, come like, around. There's an easy fix for this. We don't have to wait six hours. <laughs> Light mm-hmm. speed into them. Like they do at the end. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, uh, what, how many people on this ship? Uh, we got about 600. How many on this ship? About 450. Just take, every, take everybody off of one of their ships and shoot the ship at the ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it seemed to work. Because that little itty baby baby ship destroyed the Star Destroyer. Yeah. I wish they had t- like shortened... Um, Finn and Rose's storyline. Yeah, they should have by like at least twenty minutes. All that horse stuff didn't need to be in there. No, they're like all around the planet, like the animal cruel, cruelty and child labor shit, and and then added more story to um, Ray and Ren mm-hmm. and Luke and Luke. Yeah, I I mean, I made it a better movie. I think I actually liked Benicio del Toro. I think I think he's a good actor, so I liked him. I liked his character. Yeah. yeah. It's just he was looking for the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It made he, sense. He like, did, like in that situation, he, I probably would sell out too. Right. Mm-hmm. You're going to die or you're going to make money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can save your own ass. Mm-hmm. And he knows, like, who's the good guy here? They're both buying weapons from the same people. Like, right. what side are you on? Like, who's good and who's bad? Nobody knows at this point. The winning side is generally. The, yeah. But the question is, does he die? No. No, I think he's he'll be in the next movie. He's been using Toro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, he's a big enough actor. That. He'll be but back with the well, well. Finn should have died. I think Captain Phasma will be back too, even though right. she, she fell in that hole. Really think unless, so? I mean, She's unless they're going to make her the Boba Fett of this trilogy and just kill her off like they did with Boba Fett without any like they made her such a big deal and then just kill her off. Yeah, it's a, they got uh, such a great like name to play Captain Phasma. I don't really know who she is, but she's Brienne of Tarth. Brienne, Brienne of Tarth, <laughs> the Game of Thrones actress. They would pay. They wouldn't pay her, and they can sell more more merchandise. Right, they wouldn't pay her because <laughs> she's be, like a special. Yeah, they wouldn't pay her to be in that role if it's just going to be a one and a half film person. Yeah, and she, like 
she pretty much died in the first movie. They took her to the trash compactor and mm-hmm. left her on that planet, but she somehow got off when the planet was destroyed. So I'm sure if she falls in that hole, she they'll she'll find her way to bring her back again. I'm and sure she'll come back with like half a yeah. helmet and like all her shit's gonna be messed up. And I think it'll burnt. be a fight between her and Finn again. Finn, yeah, I hope she wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't really see the reason to keep that character around. I like that there's he doesn't a, like a black much. hero, but he's not really a hero. He's he became yeah, at this point. he became a hero at the end, but he's really been just trying to save his own ass, like yeah. Ezio del Toro. <laughs> exactly. So really, honestly, you're like, so who's the bad guy? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he played a bigger a bigger role in Force Awakens mm-hmm. with okay. going to uh, Jakku or Jakar. Jakku. 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 Going to Jakku and being a pivotal. You know, part with BBA. Yeah, I liked his role in that movie, but this movie he wasn't. He didn't need to be yeah, in it. Just, it seemed like you could have paid half the people <laughs> in there. All right, so you have the Admiral Hodo or Holdar. <laughs> Holden or Hold, Holdo. Hold, Holdo. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking Hodor. <laughs> Hodor. Hodor is this guy here. <laughs> <laughs> you, pay, you pay her. Change your shirt once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> you, you pay her. You pay Carrie Fisher. And then you pay Ray and uh, Daisy Ridley, and you pay Adam Driver, and yeah. then maybe Mark Hamill, and that's it. Yeah. And then you just like, piss off everybody else. You get people who are nobody get on the ship and be like, "I'm Star Wars." <laughs> <laughs> and then you blow them all up, and then you drive your ship into theirs, <laughs> and everyone else escapes. You're like, "Good game." Oh, did I kill Kylo? Yeah, that worked. Oh, good, sweet. <laughs> well, Poe was supposed to die in the first movie, but they got. Oscar Isaac or whatever his name is to play him and then they're like oh this is a good actor let's keep him around for the second movie but mm-hmm. there was really no reason for him to even be in the second movie he's supposed to die in the second one too yeah <laughs> he should have been the one driving the ship into the other ship mm-hmm. actually Princess Leia should have but yeah that would have, yeah. <laughs> that would have been more made more sense but more heroic did you like I just like this porgs I, I thought the Porgs were funny every time they showed. <laughs> like, there was funny. no reason for them to be there. They yeah, were basically no. ridiculous. They didn't really get much screen time. They didn't do anything. They didn't add no. anything, but I thought they were funny. Yeah. I'm kind of disappointed that I bought that doll. That <laughs> I mean, it didn't cost much. I think it was like $7 or something, but yeah. it didn't offer much. Like, if I got myself a Tauntaun one, I'd probably be disappointed too after yeah. the little bit of screen time that they had. But everyone still loves the fucking Tauntauns. Mm-hmm. I like the Porgs. I thought they were funny, but I mean, they didn't add anything to the movie. They were just there. The only reason they were there is because when they were filming on that island, there was a bird that kind of looked like that. Mm-hmm. So they, instead of they, editing it out, oh, they just put a different bird in there that they made up. Yeah. <laughs> marketing toys yeah and, oh the children will love this whoever watches this movie mm-hmm. i'm glad they didn't like um stretch that you know joke or whatever through the whole movie yeah it was only there like the fir- like, while they were on the island on the basically. island yeah and, that and w- then when chewy was flying around it was good enough for me for the comic relief i don't think they'll be back well maybe one will show up screaming in the one Falcon. might <laughs> yeah on, yeah chewy's shoulder befriended one of them yeah so what about the uh the temple protectors What's going to happen to them now that the tree is gone? Hmm. Are they just going to go in their lives? They were lives? there before the temple, and I think they'll, they'll just, just be there. After, uh, that there yeah, yeah that temple was just a building, not really what was holding them. They'll probably still be around. What was the whole deal with the hole in the ground? Where? Oh, it's just basically the same thing that like Luke went tree. through. 
with that cave with of cave, whatever, yeah. yeah. And so you basically are shown what you are already thinking. Yeah. And so she doesn't know herself. She doesn't know what she's thinking. So she just sees a million miles of her by herself, lonesome. Yeah, confusion. She doesn't know where she is. And it kind of makes me think that there is still a possibility that Wolf understand her life as who her father is. Yeah. Because when uh, Kylo said that he saw into her and he saw basically everything of who her parents are, and she saw, he saw deep in, maybe it's really just her saying my family is these people without her knowing anything. Yeah. So the fact that he saw into her and saw her true parents means nothing because she, if she doesn't know then how would he know that's kind of what i was gonna ask do you th- think do we believe kylo that her parents are nobody or are they actually somebody i believe that they're actually nobody but i feel i think that's the, the way better the way to go going, it's gonna be nobody which is why they should that's why they chose that kid, kid with the, the end be like everyone can have the force you know fuck the skywalkers it's it, yeah it doesn't have to be which is I think a better way to go is it doesn't have to be just this one family that we're following yeah. in all these movies. Mm-hmm. It could be anybody. Speaking of that, um, as the Sith would tell you, there's always or Yoda. Would, there's, <laughs> there's always, always two. two. So, always two there are. <laughs> yeah. So what do we have? Well, What's going to happen? I think there's another bad guy that we haven't met yet. Yeah. Is Kylo going to have a master or is he going to have an apprentice? He'll have a. Mm, I don't know. There might be another person above kylo apprentice maybe like somebody uh, we did not expected oh no, there's no fucking way that he's training anybody. <laughs> yeah he, uh, he needs more training no hinting at uh, that. yeah that's uh, true there's a lot of theories out there of course snoke's not really dead uh, i think he can i think the whole I, spider I think he's, i'm pretty I think sure he's, he's gone because they focused on his dead body after the scene yeah where he wasn't breathing he's pretty he's pretty i mean dead. that is yeah. a very plausible like he theory. was a force projection like luke was yeah, it's very so plausible. But Luke couldn't get stabbed when he true. was a force projection. Yeah, that's true. But the dark side has better powers. <laughs> that's true. I don't know. I feel like it was probably a, it was potentially a ploy uh, put together by Kylo and Snoke to convince Ray that I'm on your side, but we really mm-hmm. should stick together. So I but, could see it that route. But yeah, I don't. I don't think that's going to happen because so I'm either. pretty sure when he picked her up, he like touched her face, and she could feel that mm-hmm. so that wouldn't i don't think in a force projection you could yeah. so i don't know yeah i don't know either and the fact that like he continued with it and hux didn't know about it mm-hmm. hux all, i don't know i just it doesn't seem like a very good fan theory but i can see it happening yeah because it's disney i had the theory at the end ray's lightsaber is destroyed I think she's gonna come back with a dual lightsaber, like kind of like Darth Maul's, fix because she has that st- staff she uses all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, she has to I, start point. I think she's gonna build one that's got both sides, and we'll actually see a, a good guy use that kind of lightsaber. Hmm. Yeah, that would be badass. Yeah, that'd be pretty neat. But also, she's better with the staff than she is with the saber. Mm-hmm. Also, Kylo is ridiculous because didn't he destroy Luke Skywalker's lightsaber? Yeah, they pulled it. Yeah, they pulled it apart. In Luke Skywalker's vision that he had, he had his lightsaber, and so he he had a battle with Kylo Ren with that same lightsaber. Oh yeah, (laughs) well maybe he just had a different blue one. But wasn't Luke's green? 
Yeah, but the one that was lost with his hand was blue. It was blue. Right. Yeah, it was. But in, in all the visions, what was that color light table? It was blue in the uh, Force Ghost vi- projection. It was blue. Yeah. Do you think Kylo can be redeemed, kind of like Darth Vader was, or is it just going to be a, his demise that ends this trilogy? I honestly think he's going to win it all. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I think the, he's going to... His redemption would be to destroy the First Order, but still be... Like, the number one badass in the galaxy. I feel like if you have too many happy-go-lucky films... Yeah. ...that, you know, like, oh, yeah, the Jedi's supposed to win. <laughs> but I feel like he would he would just destroy everything. He would destroy the Repu- or the the New Republic, and he would destroy the First Order, and be like, this is my fucking business now. That'd be an interesting way to go. I don't see Disney ending a trilogy with... This destruction of everything, though. I, I, I have a hard time seeing that, too. Maybe it's my eugenics background. That's <laughs> I would like to see it go that way. I feel like that's a more interesting way to go, but I feel like... <laughs> Kylo's going to be like, there's too many fucking hipsters everywhere! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I see more Ray cutting him in half and then him coming back as Darth Vader more. <laughs> Chopping off an arm and yeah. legs. I haven't seen that before. No, but if J.J. <laughs> Abrams is making, he's writing and directing the third one, he's going to remake uh, Jedi just like he remade but Jedi, New Hope. But Jedi and uh, Empire was combined for the episode eight. Yeah, There's that's aspects true. aspects of both of those in there. Yeah. And I honestly think that there was aspects of the... There's a lot the of... in there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for a moment there, like I, fa- I thought that Ray and him were going to combine and be the Gray Jedi Order, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, I thought that would have like, been interesting. Empire, just like his goddamn grandfather. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I would have liked to see them team up, but then I w- didn't know where they would go from there. Well, it would be Gray. I mean, obviously it would be Gray. Yeah. And because the way that he felt, it's like he didn't want to be dark anymore. Mm-hmm. And she didn't have a place in this world. And so it's like, oh, we're just going to be like the Great Jedi where we are good, but we do things in a way that could be considered bad. Like, we don't, they're not really bad. It's just not according to the Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sticking to a creed or a code yeah. of any sort. Just it's do just, it's, the hell I want. Right. It's just like, okay, so I grew up Catholic. I do things the way that I feel is good, but I don't follow the dogma of the <laughs> church. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the middle. And then the, new, example. then the rebellion and the first order are still fighting, and they're kind of off as like a third party. Mm-hmm. And then they're trying to pull each other either way, or how does what do they do? How do they fit into it? Like that. Well, I mean, do you you would have to figure out between them, between the two sides, which one's the right side? Right. Is the rebellion the right side, or is the first order the right side? Uh, and the right side technically is the winning side, right? But yeah. I, I don't see Rafe giving up the rebellion. No, 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 no. So, no, sh- they'd technically be both fighting for the rebellion at that point, right? If they if they were team would to team up, it's just I don't know how much uh, Kylo has invested in his <laughs> first order. Right, it doesn't seem like he has a whole lot invested because he'd kill any of them if you <laughs> want to. Yeah. So it's I mean it really just depends. Like, is it going to be their fight or is it going to be their new empire. And that's the whole Revenge of the mm-hmm. Sith bullshit. <laughs> if you're not with me, you're my enemy! <laughs> yeah. Only a Sith deals in absolute. absolute. 
Um, that's what? technically an absolute. Yeah, that, that's an absolute. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so are you a Sith, Obi-Wan? <laughs> so any expectations going forward based on what we've seen, which is nothing? Yeah, I was gonna say. It's I mean, we all have all kind of jumbled up now. I'm it's interested like, to see how they, how they like, rebuild the, the rebellion. Yeah, the Republic rebuilds because yeah. now they're down to like six people. And then without Leia, like, like how is that? Leia, how are they gonna she's do gonna do die. Yeah, how they're gonna rewrite this because she was. They, she said there's other factions out there, but none of them responded to her stress distress call. Mm-hmm. But now that Luke's legend is back out there, like I feel like that's gonna because those people. little kids. We're even talking about how he was like standing out there getting shot by lasers and all that. So I feel like that legend's going to bring back a new hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're going to rebuild somehow the rebellion or and I don't know, fight against Kylo Ren, but that seems like that's already been done. <laughs> I know, I don't... I'm not really sure how it's going to end because the the death of both Emperor and of Vader seemed like the end of the Empire. Mm-hmm. But there was still s- s- the Snoke character out there for some reason. Right, and he was just kind of in the hiding until the rebellion or the Empire just kind of died away and everything was Became, good and cozy for a yeah. little bit. And then the First Order came through and everyone from the rebellion or the Republic really you know, just go with them. Yeah. But... At this point, I feel like the First Order is just so big that mm-hmm. Kylo Ren is not the one pulling the strings. Yeah, I feel like there's got to be somebody else out there. Because mm-hmm. he's not mature enough to really take charge. And even Hux yeah. is like, this isn't what we should be doing right now. And then Hux just get, he gets pushed to the side. But right. there's got to be somebody else more powerful than Jar Jar. <gasps> oh, no! <laughs> Kill you I've all. seen that theory before. <laughs> it is a very fucking good theory. It's scary. You. <laughs> you better be scared. It's real yeah. scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's got to be somebody smarter and like with more of a plan than Kylo Ren has because he really doesn't. I don't think. Right. I just don't know what's out there. That Do you think we'll see that broom boy? Like, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. And maybe, maybe future films, or like is that a, just kind of a I think it's symbol of hope like that? Well, maybe that's what it's going to be, that the Rebellion will rebuild with random people throughout mm-hmm. the universe, that these different factions will come together, and then she'll start building with the, a new Jedi something mm-hmm. to train them with the Force, and then they'll take on... I don't know. I could see it happening that way, but then again... I had my idea. I feel like this movie would be, and it just got shot. This, on, yeah, so. which right. is, I'm like, glad that they kind of went a different way than what I was expecting with this movie because I'm tired of seeing the same Star Wars movie remade over and over again. And this was really something different and mm-hmm. actually really fun. I really liked that. It was something different. I was rather cut thin on the movie though. Yeah, I agree. There's no. He movie. shouldn't be in the in any future films anymore. <laughs> He'll be. He's, he's he, popular. He should have died when he... should have went right into that fucking cannon. <laughs> should have right in that cannon. That yeah, bitch should have been the perfect way to end his story. Yeah, it would have been... Skywalker would not have had a reason to go over there. Because <laughs> it wouldn't have been able yeah, to Yeah, I mean, unless that cannon it's wasn't destroyed. Good. Like, it didn't, like, blow up everybody. It didn't, yeah, it didn't. It just kind of ran, ran into it and, like, fizzled out. Yeah. And like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Try it again. <laughs> it's like, good job. Maybe Rose knew that the cannon wouldn't explode. <laughs> she saved Finn's life. I hope she's. I hope she dies. She's not going to die. She'll be back. Oh, God. <laughs> 
I, I do like the fact that she has uh, action figures. I like that there's an like Asian Funko's. woman that's actually a hero now, yeah. and like it's it's good for those people. <laughs> I don't want to say it like that, but <laughs> it's, it's, good, it's good for diversity. It's good to brand yeah, diversity. It is good instead of having just a white guy heroes all day long. Yeah, but she should fucking die. But I don't really see a reason. <laughs> Let's get to some beer. I'm tired of this. Yeah, no, I feel like we could go in circles all day. I, about... I did. I did enjoy the movie. It's. Yeah, oh, I, I liked it more than Force Awakens. Honestly, Force Awakens was a remake of yeah. other Star Wars movies, and this was a new Star Wars movie. See, I think Force Awakens was like overall a better movie. Like the pacing and the momentum was like a lot better. But I think like Last Jedi, I think there was more scenes I, lo- I enjoyed better in, than in the Force Awakens. So I don't know. They're like they're real close, in my opinion. Uh, I like the growth of Kylo Ren mm-hmm. in this one. Yeah, I'm gonna base my entire like life on the <laughs> development life? of Kylo Ren. <laughs> my Star Wars life. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be Kylo Ren life. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now you like Rogue One more than Last Jedi. I kind of liked Rogue One better than A Force Awakens. Like, I really liked Rogue One. I like Rogue One a lot. Rogue, yep. Rogue One. The problem is it's a standalone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard to compare it. And you don't get to see... Uh, and I have my problems with Jin that movie, too. and... Uh, what's his name? Cal Riz- not Cal Rizian, but Cassie? Cassian? Cassian. You don't get to see them fucking on the beach like you expected. <laughs> I didn't like his character. He was a dick. Mm-hmm. But uh, KSO was awesome. Uh, K2SO? K2SO? K2SO was the best part of it. Fucking awesome. <laughs> I just liked how... I know we're not, it's not a Rogue One episode, but... How, <laughs> it uh, is now. <laughs> the You have like all these characters that don't really have like a purpose, or haven't found a purpose, but they know they're like special in some mm-hmm. way, all coming together for like one common goal, and... Working together and stuff, and in the movie followed one plot line. And one plot line, three yeah. Different yeah. stories. Yeah, you didn't have characters like what the you didn't have these on? two over here doing this, these two over here doing this. This guy, yeah. So it was nice. Okay, so maybe maybe the main storyline of episode eight was much better than the main storyline of Rogue One, but the supporting storylines in episode eight just kind of killed it for me. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So. We'll have to do a ranking yeah. episode <laughs> where we rank the Star Wars movies. Yeah, we'll have to wait till eight comes out. Eight just came out. I mean, nine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to wait till nine comes out because at that point we'll have Kenobi and we'll also have a solo film. Mm-hmm. No. So then we can. That works for me. A big one. A big old party one. <laughs> All right, let's get some beer. Beer is beer. good. Yeah, do we have a we have beer in mind? Yeah, it's it's a war of pigs. Ooh, a war of pigs <laughs> instead of a war of stars. Star Wars. Oh, that's interesting. Pig wars. Pig wars. <laughs> Let's see if I can connect that. All right, war pigs. That's kind of like Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. No, I can't do anything. <laughs> Black Sabbath. <laughs> trying to do like a seven degrees of bacon. Yeah, I was trying to make it go bacon like- pigs. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We did it. A total accident. <laughs> Okay, before we get to that, uh, a couple words from our sponsors. If you are looking for more beer podcasts just like the one you're listening to right now, then head on over to hoppedupnetwork.com. We are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities. Here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find. Buffalo. 
the industrial powerhouse of the early 20th century. The grain elevators now stand silent on the shores of the Great Lakes, casting their shadow on the City of Light. A city known for blizzards, chicken wings, and Super Bowl losses, where even the natural magnificence of Niagara Falls can't help but magnify the rusted-out shell of a once-great city. Not anymore. Buffalo is a city on the rise again. New industry, green spaces, waterfront development, and the revival of Buffalo's proud brewing past are building the new Buffalo. With over 25 local breweries open in the last decade, Buffalo has an amazing brewing community. Join me as I talk to local brewers about making great beer. Sometimes we talk about the 716, and sometimes we talk shop to help you brew better. Find us at WNY.beer or on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at WNYBrews. Half in beer. <laughs> half in beer. Uh, for our half in beer, <laughs> I don't uh, know. we have a new beer for us to try. They just came out, I think, in 2017. This collab between Three Floyds Brewery and... McKellar. McKellar Brewery, which we said was where? Denmark? Denmark. And Denmark. So they teamed up to create War Pigs. So a little bit about War Pigs. There's not much overlap between Three Floyd's monster-laced fantasy art and McKellar's bright storybook-like labels. But when the two breweries joined forces to found War Pigs Brewing in Copenhagen, they arrived at a simple solution. Three Floyd's aesthetic is Dungeons & Dragons metal punk. McKellar's is European and colorful, like the art of Keith Shore, who does Keith. their labels, says Three Floyd's founder Nick Floyd. Opposite looks, so War Pigs branding is simple black and white with one point of color. The first all-black War Pigs cans hit Chicago in June when the Denmark-based brewery launched its U.S. arm with the Midwest release of three flagship beers. Designer Jim Zimmer created the packaging for those flagships, including Lorazite IPA, specifically for American shelves. Laserite. We, we, Laserite? Laserite. We wanted the can to have something unique that made it stand out as the War Pigs brand in the States, says Zimmer. It has to be... It had to be as black as possible with just a subtle bit of color. To achieve this look, they saturated the whole can in black, even its top and tab. I noticed that. Mm -hmm. And we also wanted to use illustrations that were associated with the brand in Europe, but in a different way. For continuity, the designer repurposed a depiction of one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse drawn by Brazilian artist Hugo Silva for War Pig's one-year anniversary in 2016. Silva, who does the artwork for metal bands around the world, has illustrated for Three Floyds in the past, represents punk culture, while the beer's name alludes to Three Floyds' signature element of fantasy. Lazarite is a rare blue mineral reference throughout the fantasy and D&D, explains Floyd. Mm -hmm. Their looks might be opposites, but for the founders of War Pigs, which gets its name from the pig that the Romans used to frighten the war elephants of their enemies, collaboration comes easily. It happens naturally when we travel, brew, or have a beer together, says Floyd. The magic is in the beer. Every day we work hard to become better, to be the best American brewery. Three Floyds and Danish brewery McKellar have built War Pigs from scratch to host top authentic Texas barbecue, American Danish-style brews, and a completely new style of beer-loving membership called War Pig Troopers. We always have 22 beers on tap, 6 house beers, and 14 that will keep on surprising as well as bottles, spirits, and wine lists that keep everyone happy during their visit. Our barbecue is traditional Texan-style, slow, slow, low-smoked, and dry-rub-spiced. 
We do sell out of most <laughs> of meat most nights, so don't come wow. too late if you want to make sure you, to taste our tender cuts. So uh, we start with foggy geezer. We are starting with foggy geezer. As the ranks of the New England style IPA devotees continues to grow, a new ilk of IPAs keep getting hazier and less bitter. Foggy geezer strikes a good balance between new and old. It's hazy in appearance and loaded with juicy tropical hop fruitiness, yet it still packs enough hop bitterness to keep things balanced. It delivers guava, pine, and passion fruit on both the nose and palate with a touch of peppery spice on the finish. Mm. Coming in at 6.8 ABV and 70 IBU. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Keith. <laughs> I think McKellar also does that like breakfast beer geek or something that I've been wanting to try because it's got beer geek in the name. Mm-hmm. That would be us. Mm-hmm. And I tried a wit beer from McKellar mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. No. Not that, not that good. Well, it's a foreign beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's probably a little bit different than what we're used to. So mm-hmm. the can's pretty badass. Uh, yeah, the can is... It's just black and white like the... Pure black with... Well, color. there is like little bit of gold or whatever in I his chest plate. Yeah, in his eyeballs. I love it. So I'm guessing this is uh, like an old knight of kind of looks like a show some gun, sort. Something. Yeah, he said something about apocalypse. Yeah, yeah and it said something about apocalypse. keeping it with the style of like the Danish style or whatever. Right. But also doing it metal style because that's what Three Floyds does. So. It's like a combination of both. Very creepy and kind of cool. Super fruity and dank war pigs hazy IPA forged in collaboration between Three Floyds and McKellar. It says that on there. I love that it's like all black, which yeah, is that's really cool. like the one little color. Hazy for sure. It's a hazy kind of yellowish golden color. Unfiltered. Maybe. Maybe. It's so hazy, it's hard to see anything in there. Can definitely smell that IPA from the. Um, yeah, I smell like the fruit sh- blend. Mm-hmm. Three Floyd stuff. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, we know how to make an IPA, so we're doing it. Super fruity. Juicy tropical hop fruitiness. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love what me is- some tropical hops. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, man. Tropical beers are my thing this summer. Wasn't the wasn't the thing over the summer, but my thing. My sure. thing too. That's what got me back into IPAs for the first time. <laughs> so do we have guava, pine, and passion fruit on the nose? Definitely guava, have the passion fruit. Got so passion oh, fruit. I saw guava and, and passion. Yeah. But I'm curious about this peppery spice. I know. I feel like that might be a weird back end flavor. Are we ready yeah, to try it? Let me get the shake it up. Do the swirl. Do the twist. I didn't use the uh, fizzy wig. Did we fizzy wig these? <laughs> no, we did not no. fizzy wigs. Okay. That's pretty good. Mm. It's a weird, weird spice at the end. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Hmm. 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 Yoda. Hmm. Different teachers. Interesting. A lot of these I will drink. <laughs> a lot of these. <laughs> mm. 
We should talk that way the whole time. Listen, no one wins. <laughs> this beer, all I need it is. <laughs> no. <laughs> not, I'm sorry, not. <laughs> it definitely has a, a great upfront. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I'm drinking, I don't know, something like a tropical drink of some sort. Maybe like a tropical orange juice. Mm-hmm. Um, simply orange. <laughs> yeah. A Tropicana with some lovely tropical mix with the orange juice. It's just very peppery at the end. I don't know if I'm a fan of that end. No, I don't think so. But it's got a 4.11 on Beer Advocate with 174 ratings. So it's, it's kind of skewed right now. Um, more people past the four than anything. And it doesn't it doesn't look like there's a whole lot of commentary other than a a description. This person says absolutely delicious IPA here. Only the second beer from these guys I've seen at all, but hugely better than the flagship IPA that is circulated. Which, if that's the case, I feel bad for their first beer. <laughs> uh, on a great beer, it's got a 97 and a 97. So overall in style is both 97 with 60 ratings. So untapped gave it a 4.04 out of 16,000 ratings, which is impressive. Yeah. Um, usually over four. The over four on an average untapped. I mean, that's the majority of uh, Three Floyds beers. Are Three over Floyds four. IPAs are pretty yeah. much all over yeah. four. And you can taste that when you first drink it. That That is... It's just, I'm not sure I about don't know. I don't really notice that spicy, but my nose is like, oh, sh- shit, like right now. It's I, at least it's there, you right? this time. Last year, it was Keith. Yeah. yeah. I can't really smell <laughs> I know, Keith much was, right now. Keith was after sick after for like three or... I was, I was sick for over... <laughs> three or four <laughs> weeks. That, awful. After yeah. eating dinner, I, th- I can't been able to smell much, but... Our good friend Patrick rated this a four. I mean, I tend to start agreeing with this. Mr. Gone V6. Oh, Mr. Gone V6 uh, gave it a four and a quarter. Said, got to try this again, and it was still really good. I think he likes everything. I think everything he rates is on a pale scale. Yeah. The pale scale. (laughs) What if I was Mr. Gone V6? Have you thought about that? Uh, It makes so much sense. (laughs) What a twist. (laughs) <laughs> he looks different though. He doesn't have a beard. Oh, loser! <laughs> <laughs> we love you because he's one of our few followers. I don't think he listens though. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> he probably follows everybody. It's got a beard in their hand, or a beard on their chin. <laughs> beard on their chin. A beer in their beard. All right, I'm gonna start thinking about my rating here. It does get better. It does get better. I just feel like I'm drinking like a an orange juice. <laughs> See, sometimes I get that peppery aftertaste, but then sometimes I just get a orange juice Tropicana taste at the end. So I don't know. I, it's I don't really, changes. I don't notice it. So maybe it's because I can't smell it. Maybe if you plug your nose while you're drinking. <laughs> Let's go! Did I take a picture? Oh, shit, no. Pops my ears whenever I swallow my nose plug. <laughs> it kind of tastes better, though. 
Maybe that's my problem. Yeah. I don't know. My raking is in because I don't have to sit here and wait for you guys to take pictures. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks so much more professional with the picture behind it. It does. Nobody listens to my opinion because there's no picture. <laughs> but I'll get it started because why not? I give it a four. Very good. I, I think it is really good. Um, the problem is... Getting past that first initial spice. Mm-hmm. Once I'm past that, I'm good. Like once I get used to it, I, you know, it's a really yeah, good beer. It's one of those that you have to build up, like the flavors mm-hmm. too. By the time you finish the can, it's, oh, and, it's and great. It's a, since it's a tropical beer, fucking love tropical <laughs> beers. Tropical IPAs are my favorite. It's just I had to get past it. I just had to yeah. get past that. Yeah. It's one of those beers where, like, a little sampler isn't enough to really do it for you. You have to have at least six ounces or more. Oops. That wasn't my ring that time. That was my watch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to, like, strip down so I can't bang on this table. You should be naked right now. (laughs) Well, then he would have something banging on the table. Oh! (laughs) No, you guys had to strip down, too, for me to bang on this table. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I well, then I should have come to this podcast with my pants yeah, on. Uh, pants should have been off. You'd hear my zipper hitting there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I gave this beer a four also. Um, I really like it. There, it's not as good as like zombie dust or something like that. There's a little bit more bitter to it than like these tropical fruit notes would let on. I feel like, like the first thing I notice is the bitterness and the last thing I notice is the bitterness. But mm-hmm. in the middle, there's I notice that tropical flavor. So it's there. It's just kind of the bitterness that stands out more. Right. I give this a four as well. Uh, agree with what you guys said. I like the super fruity tones, and the pepper aftertaste kind of comes and goes, and it's just kind of just kind of odd to me. So I probably would rank it higher if it was that pepper was not there. But I would definitely. Probably drink it again. I'm curious what this next one tastes like. Me too. Yeah. Can I get to my ranking? Oh, yeah. You still haven't done yours. (laughs) I'm going to screw it all up. I went (laughs) 3.75. Get on our level, Kate. (laughs) I was going to do four, but I'm like, the more I drink it, it it's growing on me, but I don't know. I probably would not buy this again. I mean, it was good, but... I don't want to feel like this McKellar is just riding on the backs of three Floyds. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Quite, I'm not going to buy it. Right. It's not quite. I need to try Floyds more again. McKellars to see what they are like on their right. own without three Floyds carrying their back. Not good from one I of my. I probably would get this if I were out. Right. It's on tap. I'll get it. But I'm not going to go to the liquor yeah, store. Yeah, I'm not going to go seek this yeah. out and get, you know. Like a six pack of this, I wouldn't oh, be. Oh, War Pigs is back on the shelf. No, I'm going to get Zombie Dust <coughs> next to it and not. Yeah. Mess. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it, good. It's unique. I like it enough for its uniqueness. But I don't know. It's not sitting well with me. The three point seven five is still it's still a great strong. rating. So I'm not crapping on them. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. So are we doing a second in beer? Or are we doing an out beer? <sighs> what do you guys think? Honestly, I think we did half in. We should do half out. <laughs> we should. Okay. Honestly, I think we should just. Just do it. A War Pigs episode, and then throw in a uh, a Strange Brew at the end. Sounds good to me. 
Awesome, fantastic. So, what is the beer that we have coming up? We got that Lazarite or whatever. Do we oh, we do get the Lazarite. Oh, fantastic! I'm ready for that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's uh, get let's get our cups clean and our beers poured. Do a little preppy prep. All right, we are back, and we have another Lazarite can. War pigs. Can. <laughs> Do you have anything on this beer? I know we just literally talked about the brewery. I can read that again if you would like. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Lazarite, a flagship beer at Copenhagen's Warpigs Brew Pub, is now available year-round in the States via Warpig USA Brewing Company. This bright and juicy IPA was created by Three Floyd's Nick Floyd and Chris Bogus. Bogus? McKellar's Mikkel Borg Bergrosser? (laughs) I don't... That's a zero. <laughs> I don't know how you pronounce that. Uh, and Three Floyds, protege turned Warpigs Brew Pub head brewer Kyle Wallach. <laughs> this one comes in at ABV 6.8% and IBU 70, which is the same that we just drank. Yep. Exact same. Exact same beer. Probably tastes the same, too. We probably won't be able to tell the difference, even though the beer snob who wrote, this is much better than the flagship, so we're about to drink the flagship. <laughs> Let's see. We did this in reverse order than what I was planning, but <laughs> that was my fault because that's the way I poured them. <laughs> right, so we're doing a little bit different uh, because it was half in. We're doing a half out. Uh, the half in were, you know, three, three Floyds. Floyds. The half out would be McKellar. Copenhagen. McKellar. Mm, yeah. I was talking about the place in uh, Denmark. War Pigs Sorry. is in Copenhagen, and McKellar is also in Denmark somewhere. Yeah. So it is out, technically, but it's also in. So we're just doing both those beers, in and in, and out and out. Mm-hmm. Any outies. Any outies! And then it's also nice to get to compare both beers and kind of see if one's better than the other, or which one we would prefer, and kind of the different notes that we notice. Right. Can's pretty much the same. Same can, critter. like same black and everything, but instead of that weird old dude, now it's like a horse. No, it's a pig. It's a warhog. That's what it looks like. Oh, yeah. I see the tusk. Sorry, tusk. It was like turned, so I was like, I could see his eyeballs. With a, a majestic dude riding it. And the color this time is red or orange yep, instead, instead of, of gold. gold. So pretty much the same can. red mask, a little devil guy riding it. I like the how they all fit in like a style of all these war pigs. I like this one more. More? Oh. More than the uh, creepy old picture. dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's a foggy geezer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> foggy geezer. Yeah, if you're going to call him an old dude, you might as well just call him a geese. <laughs> you follow up. The beer looks identical. This is a little hazy IPA. <laughs> I feel like I've had this before. Uh-huh. I wonder what it smells like. Same. <laughs> God, all these beers are the same. <laughs> IPAs only have one smell. This just says India Pale Ale. It doesn't say hazy, so I don't know how it's going to be. It looks hazy to me. It looks pretty. Yeah, it's pretty Can't see through it. <laughs> I should have brought that brown ale today. Yeah, so prick. We, <laughs> so we had a, something different. It's okay. We're just we're just developing man boobs over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is just our New Year's resolution that all <laughs> month of January we're going to be IPA. January PA. <laughs> Oh, last week was awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I went home just hating myself. <laughs> Drinking all that Zima. <laughs> this wasn't even cool in the 90s. <laughs> but I'm a hipster, so I have to. We try to tell you no. Nah, yeah, I guess you did. <laughs> but you poured yours into I mine. <laughs> you drank it so fast. I did. You it felt it. so cool you loving it. it. I like tonic water. <laughs> All right, so. Let's this one. Yeah, let's get this over with. <laughs> oh, an IPA. This is like the last one. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't at all. It no. tastes a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, I like this one better. more. Yeah. Oh, great. Now I have to give this one higher than a four. It's <laughs> like so my ratings all match up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Keith is a smart one. Bright and juicy. Or taste the bright and the juicy. I taste the juicy for sure. <laughs> it doesn't quite taste like orange juice, but I can taste the oranges in it. Whereas the other one kind of tasted like I was drinking a Tropicana drink. Mm-hmm. But this one has like a beer flavor with some oranges mm-hmm. in it. Like a it tastes almost. more like the alcohol in this one I feel like even though they're the same yeah. well there's no spice at the end yeah I actually think this is what I wanted out of the foggy geezer this is the flagship this is the flagship and they're doing a pretty good job <laughs> pretty flaggy to me get this up on the beer snobs Got a bunch of friends that had it oh at least even had a higher rating than that Mm-hmm. This one has a 4.17 with uh, 253 ratings. I'm not surprised. I think the untapped score is actually lower. Wasn't it 4.02? 4.01. For this one or that last one? Oh, the last one? Uh... See, the foggy geezer. Yeah, it was a 4.04. Oh, 04. Out of 16,000 ratings. Got this because, just as I feared, they had no foggy geezer. And <laughs> this was even better. <laughs> so. The so rate beer, overall 92 with a style of 88. I think I said 97 for the last yeah, one. Yeah, 97, 97 for the last one. And there's 32 ratings. The on untapped, 4.01 rating out of 27,000 ratings. Had a couple friends like it. Patrick gave it a four. Finished my last Lazarite. Had a couple other friends give it a four and a four and a quarter. Now if I finish this, will it resurrect in my cup? <laughs> Get more. Get in the Lazarus pit. Yep, I'll take it. I don't know who these people are. Bill Kruziger. It's a friend of mine. gave it a 4.25. And Aaron Hansen gave it a 3.75. And Kyle Brower didn't rate it, but he had it. Kyle Brower. <laughs> I've had one friend who rated it. It was... Who? Oh, Patrick. 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 He's friends with all of us. I was like, I have a friend! False. I already read it. He's like the indie beer geek or something like that. Mm-hmm. Who? Patrick. Patrick? On Instagram. I, he follows us on Instagram. I can't remember his account. Though. I was a little okay with it. I was like, I don't know if I want him to follow me, but what else? <laughs> the guy that runs the Drinking Craft account on mm-hmm. Instagram likes a lot of our stuff. He was on the Barrel Chat podcast. Oh, really? Uh-huh. He, his, 
shots are like really good. Oh, that's who that guy. I listened to that episode. I didn't. Realize yeah, his name was Kevin. I didn't realize something. he followed us. Yeah, he. Fo- and I've, I've been seeing like him liking our stuff a lot. I was like, well, that's pretty cool. Because our pictures are shitty compared to his. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, talk- he talked about how much he time and effort he puts into his and. Yeah. Like he'll he would go like on a roof. Yeah. A house. Just to take a picture of like a beer, <laughs> just because he saw like a good shot. Like he'd go in his backyard and you see a good yeah. shot, and he'd get With up on the roof. first start drinking beer. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> we don't have time for that shit. Yeah, no. That's what I said on the Slack channel because <laughs> that Jesse puts a lot of cool pictures on there. I'm like I'm more focused on getting to the beer. I take the picture as quickly as I can yeah. just so I can drink <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I had like a moment of I don't want to say forgetfulness, but. I was on a call one time uh, where I had to show my screen. (laughs) Yeah. And so I closed out of my Discord and I closed out of the Slack account just so I wouldn't get any alerts that people posted into that. Uh And this was like in October. I just now turned Slack back on in December. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I have like a moment of absence from the Slack account. Yeah, people kind of forgot about you. Yeah, that's fine. Because <laughs> yeah, if they need anything for uh, Digo, they just go yeah, to They you. always talk to me. Yeah, I was just there for like co- like commentary. I, I just being an asshole to them. <laughs> I, I always throw out asshole comments. <laughs> that's why I don't think anybody likes me. <laughs> nah, I don't care. I think it's fun. <laughs> I do that on Facebook. <laughs> what do you say? I don't know. I just kind of make fun of everybody. <laughs> oh. <really? laughs> How are we still on the Hopped Up Network? <laughs> but they they do it to each other, so I just kind of throw in shitty comments all the time. Because they find it funny. Yeah. I That's think, why it's still on there. Uh, they're all kind of have the same sense of humor as we do, so... Oh, good. Yeah, I think someone even said that if this was, like, any part of any other, like, chat, like, people would be so pissed off. But <laughs> since it's just us, yeah, you know, the us and, you know, the people... That's hilarious. Yeah, because not ev- not everybody who are part of all like the entire team are on there. It's just it's a like select the, few, like the main hosts or whatever from every show is on there. Okay, and so it's not like you have uh, the other guy in Matt's old podcast right. on there because he'd be butthurt as hell. I feel like he would, because <laughs> Matt even said his shit was old and <laughs> terrible. That's why he started a new one. <laughs> I'm glad he did start a new one. I'm already did. Katie does the Slack channel, and that's why I said I like Kathy more because she always like gives me shit. So I said, "Well, I prefer the other host on your show." <laughs> she was like, "Sad face." I'm glad you listened, but sad face. Awesome. I think I'll start with this one. Finally. <laughs> Crapping on everyone else. You ruin everything. I do. For the Lazarite, I gave this one a four because I liked it better. And the funky geezer. It was a little bit smoother, a little bit fruitier, and there was no weird aftertaste. There's a little less of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that just kept taking it down for me on that last one. But this one is very sweet. Um, A sweet aftertaste while still being hoppy. So I gave it a four. I gave it a four as well. I think it is slightly better than uh, the other, the foggy geezer. But. With, unlike the fuzzy, foggy geezer, it got better after every other sip. Mm-hmm. This just stayed neutral the entire the time. Yeah. Uh, the like this obviously is a better finish than the other one, but I like the flavor of the other one. So they're about the same in my book. You know, there's pros and cons to both of them. Yeah, equal out the same. Yeah. Yeah. 
So four is good. I gave this a four and a quarter. I wanted to just go a little bit <laughs> higher than the Foggy Geezer because I liked it more than the Foggy Geezer. I didn't ha- didn't have that weird aftertaste like Keith was talking about, and uh, thought the beer was better balanced, nice up front, you know, smooth all the way through, and uh, it was nice and fruity. I enjoyed it. I I probably would buy this this beer. I gave it a four point two five. Also, <laughs> uh, just because I thought it was better than the last one, and I gave that a four. Basically, I had to bump it up. But <laughs> um, I would probably prefer to drink this one over the Foggy Geezer. I think it's it's well more balanced. It's it's got more of a smooth all the way through good flavor, whereas the other one kind of there was like a little bit of a roller coaster ride with the bitterness. But I really I understand why this is their flagship beer. It tastes almost like a Three Floyds, any Three Floyds beer. But yeah, I think uh, this would be the one to go for, go with over the other one. Not bad, not bad. Now it's time for you guys to finish your beers. Damn. Back to strangers. <laughs> 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 So is your uh, Strange Brew an IPA? Nope. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't think it is. I yeah, I don't. It. It's live. Oh. <laughs> 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 Alright, so Pale put something in front of us, and I'm afraid to sniff it because yes. the two reactions Were, first came uh, from... It was S- Keith first, Keith. and then I, then I reacted. I picked it up and go, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Do I want to? It's intense. This I don't know what like, it, I can't correct. tell what it is, but this is it, like it is strong. Medicine. I was forced <laughs> to take. I'm like those fruity flavors that stuff was forced down my gullet. Like what I, is I, this? I like this. I don't know if I don't like it. I just know it's an intense flavor. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, aroma. <laughs> it's a uh, Dimatap. Whatever we call it. <laughs> yeah, this I, is, it's why it's bringing bad memories for me right now. So I'm like, this is all negative. Uh, you just gave us Robitussin. It's Rob- <laughs> Robitussin IPA. Oh god, of course. I win. IPA. I picked these. <laughs> That's two for me. It's the Tussin. He was. Just, he made this back there by himself. So this is this is not an IPA. Not to my knowledge. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure because all you've been drinking is IPAs. Is it, I'm a, sure it's not is a, it a sour? I don't know. We'll find out when we drink it, I guess. No. I don't want to <laughs> all right. So it is hazy like an IPA. <laughs> it looks like an IPA. God, it it's a little bit like darker it. than the last two. Yeah, it is a little bit. It doesn't smell like one. No, it smells yeah. fruity as all hell. <laughs> couldn't even tell you what that smell is. It smells like freaking perfume or something. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's not good. Your eyes are burning. It's like not making me want to even take a That's not good. It's not good. Have you tried it? No, this is the first time I tried it. <laughs> oh, God. But it's not matching up to what it is. Oh, no. It's like gone bad. Oh, wow. It's a lot less flavor than there is smell. <laughs> the aftertaste. aftertaste is like... Oh. Uh, oh, uh. <laughs> oh God! This is straight up cough <laughs> So is this some sort of fruit that I'm trying to guess what it is? Oh it is a fruit, yes. 
He's, he's out. He's dropping out. He quit the game. <laughs> we never had anybody quit the Strange Brew. You quit the last you one. Quit. But... Oh, I did quit. Yeah, that's right. You hypocrites. <laughs> Sorry. That was a week, a, that was a week ago. Dustin. I couldn't remember. <laughs> Dustin, drink the rest of it. I don't know if I can. No. This is not. It tastes good. like flowers. Like, <laughs> like. This is bunch of cute. <laughs> Gosh damn it. <laughs> Strange brew. Fuck yourself. <laughs> bunch of cute. Like, I mean, like, petals off of a flower. <laughs> it is not a good flavor at all. It's not a good beer. <laughs> What's this in the back of your fridge or. You no, you bought this nope. specifically for. I bought this to specifically for <laughs> today, <laughs> and it is a fruit. Is it watermelon? Nope. Because it tastes like watered down. Whatever it's it like, is, tastes like a cherry. Yeah. Not a good cherry. <laughs> I said a cherry. It's, it's, not, it's not cherry. not grape. I'm trying to think of all the Robitussin flavors. <laughs> is it a red fruit? Yes. Strawberry! It's not a strawberry. It can't be strawberry. Strawberry. Oh my god, I love That was going to be my next guess. <laughs> it's not good. It's not, not, not good. I love strawberries, but damn, that's not good. Hmm. There's no habaneros in there, so it's not like a strawberry type. It's a it's strawberry something. Uh, with another fruit or just another? Mm, no, it's just strawberry shortcake. Strawberry. Yep. Oh, oh no. Yeah. The cake has gone bad. A cheesecake or something. Was this the horny goat company? Tallgrass. Yeah. This is the one that did that. Uh, that Pac-Man can. Oh yeah. What was Tallgrass, that? Eight yeah. bit something. Eight bit something. Yeah. Eight bit IPA or whatever it was. This is. Not done very well. I taste the strawberry. Yeah, I can, I can too, but it, I don't. <sighs> but I'm not a huge fan of strawberry, so that's why I don't like it. <laughs> There's a aftertaste is awful. I think that's like that creamy, whipped creamy type that they're trying to mimic. I, I can yeah. try to smell that now. It's just bad. Ale brewed with strawberries. But the can is actually pretty neat. It's a pretty cool can. It's got like a strawberry shortcake in the middle. Then it's got these weird little wavy red and yellow? Tan? Yellow, maybe? Yellow. <laughs> I don't know what color that is. Cake colored? Cake colored, yeah. <laughs> yellow cake lines with uh, strawberry shortcake written underneath and tall grass brewing company on the top. See, this is not how you do strawberry. Summit City Brewers, Scotch. Scott Strawberry is the that only is, strawberry beer. And they're toast and jam when they have. Oh, toast and jam, oh, strawberries. Yes. You can fucking taste the strawberries. This yes. is like beyond artificial strawberries. It tastes you know, like artificial, even though it says it's brewed with, brewed with it. Real. Yeah, it's like it doesn't can well. It's something you have to have fresh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. What's the date on these? One twenty-one. Still good. Drink by one twenty-one eighteen. I'm sure it was brewed. I think they're usually like three months out. October, November. Mm. Just yeah, I'm not. I'm I don't not know. Yeah, it. it feels like it's been sitting a while. Like it's like flat or something. Well, the internet says it's three point two five. Pretty low. Sixteen ratings. 
Nah. So it's not not accurate to me. It's one of those either you hate it or you know. Mm-hmm. This person gave it a 1.69. I rarely ever write reviews, but I felt that I had to for this one. Very artificial tasting, overly yes, sweet, that, that and then just exactly nasty. It. If you took tonic water and put the cheapest strawberry artificial flavor <laughs> in it. Put some fucking fake strawberry juice in a Zima, <laughs> and that's what you got. Oh, yes. <laughs> Wait, where, where are there three more bottles of that Zima sitting <laughs> <laughs> Untapped gave it a 3.13. Ba- bad. Out of 3,900 ratings. Jason P. goes... It tastes like perfume. That's what I thought drink. it smelled like. Yeah. I was like, this smells like an old lady. <laughs> an old lady. <laughs> old lady brew. Old lady brew. <laughs> uh, Ray Beer gives it a 37 overall and a 55 style. Oh. But there's only 18 ratings. But still, they're what not. What style is this under? I don't know. Shit it says uh, ale. fruit beer is oh. the style. And it says ale brewed with strawberries. Yeah, so the can, it's actually interesting. I mean, I like the, the really logo, like I like the, the font, you know, I like everything that this can has to offer. I think the can is the best part about the The can beer. will draw you in, but the flavor will put you off. Yeah, I feel sure. like most people are going to say that. Yeah. Oh, God, the beer. I'm not finishing this. No. I, th- I would pour it out. Yeah, I'm definitely pouring this I out. I am, and I will. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm pouring it out. I'm done with it. No, there's nothing really keeping me here. <laughs> yes. You just want to pour that pour yours in here, and I'll dump it right down the train. <laughs> We're having a live dumping. I don't know if it's gonna fit. It'll, it'll fit. It'll fit. It gets wider. You won't, you bitch. It'll, it'll it gets wider at the lip. Gosh. You a won't. Full solo cup. Wow. We basically just <laughs> emptied. We drank a can. <laughs> we barely. Yeah, we drank a can. That's ridiculous. I mean. It was worth a try, like a taste, like a little sampler, but no. There's no way I would drink more than four ounces of this. Wait, weren't we going to issue, like, uh, oh, no, we didn't. I was going to say punishment for the summer movie wager. No, the punishment is me buying you, you rounds. Buying a, uh, round yeah. Bird boy. have to go to Roanoke. <laughs> well, it depends. Maybe we'll see when that new place opens. Yeah. Or we'll meet in between. Yep. Or you can just or come, that, to or we'll come to Indy when, when I'm down there and <laughs> podcast down there. A live re- <laughs> a live uh All right, sorry, Tallgrass, you're getting the shorts treatment. <laughs> oh no. Are you wait, are you doing a story right now? Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna pour your shit out. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye Felicia! Bye Felicia! <laughs> This Wait. Is perfect. No. Was that an Instagram story? Yeah. Okay. Because the first strawberry shortcake I looked up took me to Shorts Brewing. I'm sorry, Tallgrass. You're getting these shorts treatment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to pour your shit out. <laughs> 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 oh, you didn't have to buy a Felicia. I didn't buy a Felicia. Oh, it cut off. It. All right. Well, I think that's going to be it for us. <laughs> this lovely Star Wars episode ended poorly. <laughs> but the War Pigs was pretty good. The War Pigs I like. So. All right. So I think it's this is it for this episode. 
You'll have to check back with us. We'll probably have a couple light episodes after this, but then we'll be back better than ever. Maybe. Maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> we'll figure <laughs> things out. If we're still around. Yeah, if we haven't, you know, quit. <laughs> Officially kicked out of the hot <laughs> <Out> of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm not going to suck up to those guys. Their membership is a privilege. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm done with this tall grass not to see. <laughs> Take us away. Take, us, take me away. <laughs> take me home. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and updates on DrinkInGeekOut.us. You can subscribe by clicking on the links on our website or by searching DrinkInGeekOut on iTunes or Google Play Store. To suggest a beer for us to review, you can email us at DrinkInGeekOut at gmail.com or tweet us using the hashtag DrinkInGeekOut. And if you like the show, please rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. Thanks for listening, and until next time, drink up and geek out. Proud member of the Hopped Up Network. <laughs> They're not really sponsored. <laughs> not really. They're just friends of Hopped Up Network. Yeah, just our words from our friends. Just words from our friends. <laughs> <laughs> I would say sponsors, but it's an actual Nobody thing. pays for this shit. Yeah, no. We're broke. <laughs> We're spending <laughs> our own money on this. We any money. No, we don't. The things that we do put up for monetization get zero, zero, zero. <laughs> oh, this is a good time to mention our Patreon. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> of no money, we have a Patreon. Give us some money, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, and while you're thinking about giving us money... Uh, please listen to these kind words from other people <laughs> on the Hopped Up Network. <laughs>